Coming up in this episode of the KickCast, a mobile record player, find out who scat and the cat, and the wallet gets e-inked. So sit back and relax. It's time for the KickCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KickCast, the podcast where we go out and find projects and let you know if you should backtrack or sack them. I am one half of the show, KT Data, and joining me is a man who is, I think, single-handedly forcing me to step up my studio game because he has a sick, sick, sick-looking podcast studio now. Uh, I should have just gone up there tonight. Yeah, the one and only Drew Tyler. How are you doing? Good, everybody. Oh. Good morning. No, I should have. Like, there, We spent all weekend hanging uh, acoustic foam in our new podcast studio, which is like, what, four months now? Well, three months that I've been in it. And we bought a seventy-inch TV, so yeah. like it oh. is, it is just ready for content. I'm really, I'm excited for I, it. Uh, like, awesome. I, I'm jelly because I saw you setting up the cameras and everything, and then the acoustic foam. You, you got the colored one, so it matches your school's colors, yep. which make it just so much more sick looking. And now I'm like, it's so cool. I'm like sitting around looking at mine, like, man, I need to like buy some panels, <laughs> maybe get green and black to deck and it all out behind is- me. <laughs> They're not. They're not even as much acoustic as they are just decoration because they're so thin and they're like, I think I got ninety six of them for maybe thirty bucks. It was like it was just, you know, too too cheap to be good. But boy, they look good. <laughs> yeah, but they're angled enough, right? Yeah, there's some angles on there. I need some bass traps in the room, but I it is it is beautiful. It's fun. I I am I'm very close to being able to just spit out shows as quickly as I want. I'm still kind of dinking yeah. around, but oh. it's been a long time coming. But I am jealous, so if you guys don't know, follow Night20 on Twitter to see these amazing things. And I do, I, do. St- I post things just, just to make you Yeah, know. just get studio envy, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just sitting here, I'm like, maybe I should get some spotlights, add some splash of color behind me or something, <laughs> just something to step up my game so I don't feel like a scrub. <laughs> <laughs> the production scrub. <laughs> gotta be right i like it i like it it's real yep so if this is your first time watching this show first of all welcome to the show um you know i always love doing the show because i get to catch up with drew i don't see him as often as i'd like so that's why we like doing the show but we also like talking about crowdfunding projects and my wallet on the other hand does not so before we jump into our projects tonight we have a couple pieces of news to cover and this one i'm actually not too surprised that it happened so, so far we've had kind of like Indiegogo. First off, they started in the crowdfunding. So you have your ideas for um, creating your design, your project. It's not really created. And then they jumped up to the in-demand. All right, now you've got your money. You've got enough to create your project. They've actually stepped it up to one more level where now you don't even need to develop your your item, your whatever you're doing on Indiegogo. Um and people kind of done that before. But now, if you've already had an already made product, you can sell directly on Indiegogo. Hmm. <laughs> like, this, is, this is kind of crazy if you think about it because there's no like pre-sales or anything. Nope, it's straight up a buy page and they've redesigned it so you can sell a single item on your page easily. Right now, it's a pilot program, so not everybody has access to it. But like with all things, it's eventually going to be open to everybody. Um, they're working with kind of people who have applied to it. And this is the evolution of that in-demand project up to the actual, let's just sell a product if you have one. So an example is the Jules Suvide. Is that how you say it, Drew? I don't cook. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, it's one of those devices that where you boil your meat at a constant temperature for a gazillion hours and becomes delicious or something like that. But here's an example of their page um, where you can see the buy now. There's no like, Goal, no, no, how much money raised straight up, just buy now, a, 
you know, video and pictures of the screenshots that you can go through the device and a little bit of description, um, estimated um, time. So, hey, maybe I maybe I should get this for Peach. You think she yeah. use it? Yeah, oh man, she'd use it. <laughs> it's because it's estimated in one to two weeks, so it's guaranteed holiday holiday delivery. Oh wow! Um, on there, it's two hundred dollars. Um, but mushrooms, I won't eat mushrooms. That's what's all over in their pictures. Oh, so much. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know you didn't like mushrooms. It's out of all the years, I, she's got me to eat all kinds of wonderful, delicious things that I didn't know about before, except mushrooms. We cannot get past this. Yeah, that's <laughs> even on a pizza. No, yeah, exactly. Not no pizza, no. Uh, no, that, that was no. my gateway food for mushrooms. Was like I'm like okay, it's on there. I'm too lazy to pick it off, and I'm like kind of like mushrooms. Um, really, really? No, yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. So do you do you kind of see this making sense for Indiegogo? So like we're Kickstarter's like no, 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 we're not a store. We're not a store. These are ideas. These are you're you're helping create the process. And Indiegogo's right. like yeah, just come buy stuff from us. <laughs> <laughs> we want to we want to we want a piece of that pie. Uh, I. That's- I don't know what I think about it. I think that it certainly is one way for them to just separate themselves or to at least stand out and be like, okay, here's how we go. And and uh, which one has the hookup with Amazon? Is it Indiegogo stuff as well? Um, like, I think both of them Kickstarter? do now. Both of them do now, <laughs> yeah. right? So there is some like curating that's going on and intentional like trying to pitch and sell. And Kickstarter went to the – if you go to a closed page, then you can – like it's like linked out like this – um, you know, this project is ended. Here's how you. Here's where they are now. Go, go find them and buy off their website, so you can still use that traction. Uh, this is interesting. I, I, I think that it's probably a, a fine way to go. I mean, really, traffic's traffic. Yeah, I mean, and you've you've kind of seen this evolution of Indiegogo, where Kickstarter seems to be in its happy place right now, where mm-hmm. we're like, you know, it's this idea of you're 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 basically giving money for an idea. Where Indiegogo has kind of strayed from that. It's like, okay, yeah, you have your idea. We can do that. We also do the, if you have your idea and you're making it on a small scale and you want to sell stuff, we do that. And now it's like, hey, if you have product ready to ship, we do that too. Um, kind of that full process where they're a little bit more varied. Um, and I, yes. I I know I've had to be vigilant when I'm picking Indiegogo projects now because sometimes those in-demand ones will sneak in. And now I'm imagining these um, full straight on sales one will sneak in versus yep. the traditional crowdfunding one. Yep, yep. I don't uh, mind it, though. I yeah. don't mind it. I think that it's a fine innovation because we're going to need to have this kind of continued evolution of crowdfunding and, and seeing where things go. And and whatever the market supports, that's what's going to keep rolling. So I, I think it's a fine thing. Yeah, and and the thing is, I just have this feeling that Indiegogo's just their marketing message from now on is, how are we different from Kickstarter? We can be your one-stop shop for everything from idea to conception we have a consultants that you can hire on to do stuff crowdfund it and then sell it everything you can just live on indiegogo and sell stuff through us um, yep. so that may be one thing you want to consider if you know you're you've crowdfunded stuff or you have a product that you want to sell um you could go straight to that okay so for our next bit of news because of course as the time of we're recording this is the um December and well, Christmas is coming upon us, and I'm not gonna lie. Um, if you live in the U.S., there's not a lot of news going on this month. Um, but no, nope, we all just shut down and start like planning and shopping on Amazon. Yeah, and, yeah yep. just, just counting down days. By the way, I spent a whole lot of money on Black Friday. Um, Did you? Really? Which is which is the true holiday? Let's be honest. Thanksgiving is just straight for carbo loading. What's beautiful this week? It was like it was like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Like there were deals for like five days, and I. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I didn't spend the money, but I saw the deals. Yeah, I, I should show you this uh, gold chrome BB-8 Funko Pop figure I got. <laughs> it's sweet. It's under. It came under glass or plastic, whatever. Oh, you have, my friend, a problem. Yeah, let's be honest. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Yeah, I do, I do. But as long as you guys don't do interventions, I'm good. But anyways, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> back to this. One of the pro- one of the things, and you know, I'm not gonna lie, Drew. You you probably never had this problem, but I had this problem when I first started making videos and stuff. I was a little shy. And we've 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 preached a lot that saying having a video on your crowdfunding project is very very important. Right. I mean, right. I know I weigh the video higher than what's written on the articles when I prep for the show. Yep. If that okay. gives you any indication, um, so it feels like you get so much more information if they do it right. You get so much more information uh, than you would if you if you didn't watch the video, right? Or you can do it in three or four minutes rather than perusing and answering your own questions yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yes, videos are huge. Yep. So what's great is Salvador Brigman of CrowdCutCrux.com made this awesome video. It's a 15-minute video, so you know, you'll probably want to sit down and watch it. It's meaty. It's yeah. meaty, yeah. But he kind of goes through not just like, okay, this is how you, you frame a shot and stuff. No. He actually focuses on you as the, as the person who's going to be in the video and what you can do to get in the right mode. Um, you've probably seen this many a time, Drew, when you get one of your new students who – is not as comfortable um, in front of a camera. Not like us yes. now, where we're like, camera? What camera? Um, yes. It's like, you know, hi, my name's uh, Joe. and <laughs> My favorite thing is, is that my... the students that I get that do that are the ones that they don't really want to produce like normal video, you know, like in, from infotainment or entertainment, any of that. They want to make Let's Plays. And I'm like, half of the Let's Play is not the game you're playing. It's you. Yeah. It's you and your charisma, your character, and you are the quietest, mousiest. Like, you won't be able to do this because you're too shy in person, let alone on camera. Like, yeah. this won't work. Yeah, because you don't want – okay, if you watch a Let's Play, the last thing you want to do is just hear, okay, now we're going to go over here, and then all you That's hear is exactly, mouse clicking. Click, I have click, so click. many students that are like, Let's Play fanatics, but that is who they are. Yeah. So this guy had some tips. Yeah, so he had some great tips. And part of it, he's like, first of all, you need to get into the mindset of – being able to sell your product. You got to hype yourself out before you can hype other people up. And he gives you suggestions. So listen to some music. His, his case is he likes to listen to a lot of EDM music before uh-huh. the show start, before he starts recording. So he's amped up or do something cool. Like he's like, look at kitten videos. Um, one that never fails me is going to look at Jimmy Fallon tonight show clips. Those are, those always get me happy. Um, another one is to talk, talk to the one and only drew Tyler right before the show. That right, gets that me gets up. Going. <laughs> um, <laughs> is so that so those those are kind of tips. He's like, yeah, feel feel get your energy up because that's going to be one of the most more important things to do. And especially if you do videos where you're on screen, um, I love one of his other tips that he came up with is to have eye contact with people. So look straight at the camera. It's which is awkward, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, it's awkward because yeah. Oh well, they don't even have lights on them anymore. <laughs> Some of them, yeah. <laughs> so. You you know I I know when I first did I'm like this is kind of weird but I'm used to it so I can look at that I'm like yeah I am looking into the soul of Drew even though yep. it's an iris yep. of the camera um, it does take the track <laughs> but so I I really like this video um, like I said it's a little long but it has some very good information about how you can act in front of the camera and less on the details because I've I've noticed if you look at a lot of these videos how to make excellent Kickstarter videos and stuff they tend to talk more on the technical stuff right. And not quite mm-hmm. what to actually do on camera. They give you yep. an overview, but I, I love his insights and his thoughts. Um, 
And you and one of the greatest examples is him doing this video. I won't say it is like the top tier in terms of production quality and stuff, but his energy keeps you engaged when you're watching that video. I mean, I think I hear a siren or something going off halfway through the video because he's just filming in his apartment, but you still want to watch. I mean, I didn't get bored watching it. And I think that's something you want to make sure is in, in your videos is don't bore your audience or they'll just turn it off. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so, um, that, or just take a class from Drew Tyler. He'll, he'll, he'll show you how to be awesome. He's, he's never, cover all the yeah, awesome. he's never had to struggle to do that. Um, but I, you know, he can, you know, show you a little bit of the slight awesomeness that is Drew. <laughs> I know something. I like this though. Honestly, I do a lot of the tech stuff. You and I talk about the tech stuff, having a nice engaging video, but that all comes down to who's your host, who's going to yeah. be the face on the camera. And this is some good, this is good info. Yeah. All right, so those are our projects or our news stories that we have today. Um, we don't have any kick shouts. Those are our Twitter length shout outs. Um, but I mean, uh, Lords of Acid, they have a new album. Yeah, check them out. It's, they're they're making they're making pulling pulling all the fans back in so they can make pretty and pretty and kink. So if you like the the, it's kind of like I don't want to say early EDM, but it was like you know it was digital fun. Mm. They're coming back, yep, so, so enjoy that. Check that out. Um, so. If you guys want to be featured on a uh, kick shout, we don't filter them out other than for like, you know, the if it's obscene, but other than that, we'll 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 do a quick 120 character summary of your project uh, to talk down. about. So you can always just tweet one of us or send us an email kickcast at ktdata.net. So, for our first project of the night, um Drew, you know this, um because this is one of the few times I actually head to your part of town if i'm not visiting you is, <laughs> it's vinyl it, day it, huh? it is record store day um, <laughs> yeah. i love collecting records right here you can see this uh limited edition genesis of the daleks Ooh. doctor who one and that's on a blue tardis vinyl um Ooh. which is pretty cool but it's an audio play of when doctor who actually first met the daleks and the creation of them but i i always love that part of the problem with that is i only can do it in the studio because of my Record players right here. I, you know, I, yeah, you don't pick that up and walk around with <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, they're not portable. And then, I mean, like, this is something I could see taking me and, hey, Drew, have you, have you listened to this audio, audio play yet? I can't have you listen to it because you don't have a record player. Nope. Nope. Not at all. So, what's great is our first project is called the Rock Block, and it is a portable wireless record player. You're, you're going like, what? Um, so Can you do that? Yeah. Norm, so normally a normal record player for all you youngins, because I think there are people out there that might not even know what a record is or how it plays, is usually you have a turntable, and the table on it, there's a little spinny deal. You put the record on there, and then you have a stylus, which is a little needle. You put it on top of the, on that record, and it spins at a specific speed, and it will play audio, right? That's, and that's as simple as it gets, folks. Yeah. That right there is the record player from... Way back, way, way, way back then. So the rock block is actually what they do is they have actually shifted the entire table and instead of spinning the record, it spins the stylus along the grooves of the record. Amazing. So it's a little tiny box that has Bluetooth built in. Um, and what it does is it rolls on top of your vinyl as it plays. <laughs> I think it has little rubber wheels or something yeah. that kind of keeps it safe yeah. just it, so it's not scratching things. Yeah, it, it has little rubber wheels that distributes the weight because what happens is part of this, and this is when you start getting nerdy in terms of like uh, vinyl players, there's a um, – for, the force of the needle is variable, 
and you don't want it too heavy because it will ruin the grooves and you don't want it too light or you can't hear any of the music. Um, so this has been kind of tuned to play around and there's a speaker built in. So as it spins around, it can actually play um, the record or it has Bluetooth built in where you can actually hook it up to you know another Bluetooth speaker or something louder and if you want it amplified and it'll play the music through that too. Which is so cool, right? I mean, you just set a record on a table and just basically put the needle in the groove. Yeah. And just, oh, look at that. It just spins around like a little, like a car on a racetrack. Yeah. And you can hear the music playing too. On this. And it just spins around. So it's like almost a reverse record player. Um, yeah. And what's even cooler about this is there is actually a level that you can back for $15, which is called the Sheetrock. It is a paper record player. So what is different about the Sheetrock? Like- so the Sheetrock is a piece of paper you fold up and you can use it as a record player. Where is the video of the Sheetrock? Right here. There, I just saw, yeah. Um, so this is the video. And you manually spin the record... And it play, it acts as your speaker and everything. So it it uses the paper to echo it or to bounce it around. It has a little bit of a groove where the needle is there a needle on the paper. Yeah, or there's least... a tiny needle on the paper, and depending on how fast you spin it, it actually plays. That's amazing. <laughs> See right there, back back it to get the sheetrock. That's awesome. Yeah, that and what's great about it is if you want the sheetrock, it's the level is fifteen dollars, and you get a random record. That's right. For, for for reference, you know how much a record usually costs? Around fifteen to twenty dollars. <laughs> Get yourself a random record. Once for many years, I kept a record of um, Menudo that I got from the radio station, and I kept it for years, thinking I was going to sell that thing on eBay because Menudo Menudo was uh, the first band that Ricky Martin was Ooh. a part of, and I had a I had a record for Menudo, and I was going to do something with it. And then after ten years of carrying it around, I finally just said. Somebody at DI is going to do something with it, so I <laughs> gave it away. Send it, send it to DI. The, the funny part is, I you have, probably picked it up. I, I, I didn't. I would have picked it up, but I have one record that's a radio station copy, and that is from the 1987 version version movie soundtrack of the Transformers movie. The vi- oh, the wow. vinyl is actually older than I am, and the only reason <laughs> I have a radio station copy is because that was the only copy I could get that wouldn't cost me an arm and a leg. Um, and I love Transformers that much that I wanted that on vinyl (laughs) but it says radio copy on it (laughs) that's hilarious that's hilarious Um, but like is this something you would pick up if you're a big vinyl yes (laughs) if I had any vinyl and I don't have any in my house but um, uh, one of my my wife's brothers got grandpa's vinyl like player you know his vinyl his his, what vinyl he had but he he got the record player Mm -hmm. um, and it lasted probably about another three years before the needle gave out and he doesn't know how to replace it. You know, could, he's not into it. He just has it as a set piece now. Oh, but I can replace I had, his cartridge for him. Right? If I had any of that stuff, I think if I had any vinyl, I rock rock would be a really, yeah. really cool way to show off some of those sounds. Yeah. So, yeah. Love it. Yeah, if your brother ever wants to get rid of it, you should take it, and I will totally go and replace the needle for you and Make calibrate it. it. Yeah. Um, mm. but, yeah, no, I, I love this because it's, it's portable. I don't. I can't see myself like just carrying this around everywhere. But I think it's such a good like attention grabber centerpiece, yeah. where you're like, oh, check out this album. You throw it down and you put that on there and play it. Um, the only thing that I'm not quite sure because he doesn't list this anywhere is um, in terms of the needle. I don't think he has listed what the needle is or if it's a custom needle or if you can replace it. 
Um, oh, what but, happens if know, that? Uh, good point. Yeah, because not all needles are made the same, and that actually w- is something that will affect sound quality. Is the type of needle you use in there, the brand and stuff like? I know mine has a special Riga needle that's actually listed on there. Um, there are other standard models have like a Octoforon or something. This is a world that is foreign to me. Yeah, but it is a back. Yeah. I love the idea, and it is a back for me. Yeah, um, and two hour charging time too. So I, I love the whole idea of that. So. That is the rock block. I think it's an awesome idea. Um, this is interesting because normally you don't cover board games or card games per se. Oh. Um, and so how about you introduce this next one? Because I know you were playing a, a deck builder actually over the Thanksgiving I, weekend. I did. I did play some games. Uh, I played a nice deck builder uh, based on Lord of the Rings, I think, or The Hobbit. So that was kind of a fun game to play. We played a giant game of Settlers of Catan with the uh, 3D pieces. So it was like a $300 oh, set. And, that's and cool. I only play every once in a while when I go up to Evanston, so it was kind of fun to play that. So I ran across this game as I was looking through projects, and this beauty right here, I don't know if I can say the whole name, but I'll say it's the name of the game is Who Who Crapped in My Cat, <laughs> but it's a little more crass than that. Yeah, I just don't yeah, think that we can the vi- say shit. Yeah, the, yeah we can. <laughs> FCC don't got anything on us. <laughs> but but in, the, in an effort to keep this just you know manageable, uh, I'll tell you all about this cool game. It is a very unique, kind of a rare game, uh, but but yet it's built on this kind of basic idea of a game I used to play when I was a kid called I Doubt It. And it was a game where you would just be bored of whatever it was the card deck was for, Uno or Rook or you know poker cards. And if you were bored of what you were playing, you'd play the game of I Doubt It, where everybody would basically take a, a big stack in their hand and you'd go around in a circle and everybody would have to put down number one the next person has to do number two number three number four and eventually it gets to you and you don't have that number i guess this was also called i doubt it and i think in uh, other circles BS. it was called bs right yeah, yeah so that premise of like oh, I'm bluffing i'm gonna put a card down tell you what i what you know what you think it is and if you call me on it then i take the whole deck right so this who crafted my cat I'm sure the the uh, organizer is going to be like, no, Drew, it's who shit my cat, which is just funny to say. <laughs> Same idea, but what they've got is this plush cat that sits in the middle of the, like part of the gameplay. And the way that it's played is you have, I think it's uh, five cards or so that that are uh, in your hand. Yeah, you have a deck of stuff, a, right? Like this. Deck, a, a small deck. Oh, there you go. So you have a small deck of things of these strange things. And this is what's hilarious. This is stuff like um, the globe of Nebraska a Swiss army hat. Like these are things that are in your hand that are just random things that you shove in the cat. You also have in your hand, everybody has one poop card. Okay. One, one caca card is in your hand. So it's upside down. Nobody can see it, but you draw one from the deck, add it to yours, shuffle and pick one and slide it in. You don't yeah. even know. And, you don't and, even know if yeah. you put the and poop when, in when, there. When, say, when, when Drew says slide it in, he means actually like it slide it into cat. a cat. So if you're watching the video, they turn around this, this prototype, prototype of the cat. <laughs> There's a hole at the back of the cat where you put the cards in. <laughs> and you just take turns popping your cards in the cat. And so you can shove globes and hats and keys and <laughs> Titanic tinkers. Like you shove them in the cat and until somebody calls you on it and goes, wait, you, you shit in my cat. And then you pull the cards out. Well, no, you don't pull the no, cards you out. Look at you your turn hands. your cards yeah. over. You turn your cards over, and you turn them over one by one to see if you still have your caca card still in your hand. If it's still in your hand, you couldn't have put it in the cat, so you're still you're safe. Game goes on. But you, if you un, uh, pull over all your cards and you don't have the caca card, 
you're the one that stuck it in the cat. So, I don't know, there's just some fun ways that they play, and I think that as a silly, ridiculous, fun way to just game and, uh, you know, yeah, it's kind of they, adorable. They also have game. modifier cards, too, that you can play to force, like, people to put cards into the cat That's when it's not their turn and stuff, so... There's a little bit of strategy too that goes along with it, yep. and if you're, I, I'm guessing if you're a good card counter, you'd probably be really good at this game. But I just, I just love this premise that you're just stuffing this cat full of junk. <laughs> you stuff stuff in, and you say, and you tell like you get a chance to kind of tell what you're putting in there, so you can lie about it. You can say I'm, I'm putting in a globe, and that's how they're, that's how they tell if you're lying or not. It's not just sliding a card; you tell them what what it is you're putting in. In there, so this is just really kind of a truly unique. I love the artwork on it. I love the humor in it. Um, as strange as it is, I kind of have an urge to back this just so that I can have a cat with pockets. You know, just so I can yeah. like yeah. people would see that in my office. What's this? It's a game. Want to play? <laughs> Drew, I need a. I need my opinion on if I need to take this twenty seven hundred class or this uh, twenty seven fifty class. You need to play the game. <laughs> Need to play the game. <laughs> Got some time. Play the game, son. Yeah. But uh, well, also, I love their tiers, their rewards on this. For like eight bucks, you can download high res and print your own cards. Play, you know, just by sticking stuff in any empty container, you can play the same game. Fourteen bucks, you get a copy of their cards, but no cat. I love and, how like, it's written in Spanish too. Donde está el gato? <laughs> That's the name of that tier. <laughs> But anyway, I love I love the tiers, and then if you get up to I think it was at two or three hundred, like you can uh, be one of the characters that they sketch <laughs> onto one of the cards, so they'll cartoonize you and put you into the game for that much. Oh, right? I know, I, I know, I almost got you with that like unique well, only one so, so no, so the funny thing is, I would want to do it, but I would want to put you on it, and then sketch me, <laughs> and then I wouldn't let you know about it. So I bring, hey Drew, you want to play this game? Remember we talked about this game, and then just hope like you get it. Well, I then find my face where I'm like, you made me, you made me a card, and then I'd be so enamored that you spent so much money to, to play a prank on me and troll me with that. Yeah, and just to hear the fact that I put night twenty into the cat. Be, yeah, as <laughs> <laughs> you played it, I'm shooting night twenty. So. They have ways to go. They've got 34 days to go. There's already 26 backers, but they're like maybe a th- what is it? Maybe a thirtieth of their yeah. way to go. Looking um, for 31,000. They, did just, they did, did just launch today, yep. yesterday, but yesterday. Fairly so enough, they got yeah. time. So yeah, they, 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 they're moving. Mm-hmm. And I, I love this game because this is what I consider more of an entry level game. The rules are yeah. simple enough where people can pick it up fairly quickly. Um, you don't have to like go through like this 40 page rule book i've played games like that i enjoy that but i know not everybody does so um it's not although i don't know that she would love this but she yeah she does not she does not love e- e- even if even if there was a card of you on it maybe if there was a card of me she might put stuff in the cat <laughs> i just play with my kids to teach them how to lie with a straight face listen let's let's do it again the dog ate my homework now load the cat let's go yes i am six years old i yes, need the I- child discount <laughs> That's exactly what I needed. But dad. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, this one's another back for me too. I just love the simplicity of it and just the fun humor on it. Like I've yep. seen some of these games where people get way too serious about it. This one is just for for laughs and a good time when you're sitting around the table. Yep, love it. Back in it. Yep. All right. So for our last project of the night, and this 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 one this was close because this was this is our usual viewers vote. So if you guys don't pay attention to our social media channels on the nights we record, which is Tuesday. We usually put out a vote where you can actually pick what project. This one actually tied with another one 
which was our which was the moonlight bedtime story projector for your mobile phone. You can guys go check that out. It's pretty um, cool. It's pretty cool. That that tied with this. But this one, I think Drew and I can relate a little bit more to because your kids are almost grown and you're just like, go to bed. Um, yeah, it is. I'm like, get, get out. Done. And I yeah, don't so have I- kids, so I have no heart. Um, so this is, this is, this, this is, this actually replaces my heart because this is where I keep my money. This is where, um, this is a good, this is a good segue. Yes. So we've, so, okay. You're like, okay, KT, this is a wallet. Um, yeah, we've seen a lot of wallets on crowdfunding projects. Like a lot. I mean, well. even Utah, the crab wallet was a local, like, overnight hit and stuff but this my friends is a smart wallet and it has wait for it bluetooth <laughs> which is which is our always tips if you if you ever want to find a crowdfunding project to stick bluetooth into something and throw it on kickstarter um don't do that but you know um this is called the wonder wallet and what's cool about it is there's an e-ink screen on one side of the phone and you what can custom, yeah, you you can customize it to show any kind of design or whatever you want. They have a whole bunch of them. So like, and you can see the resolution is pretty high because there's like a picture of a stormtrooper in a car, and it doesn't look like super blocky, right? It looks fairly well. Um, at what 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 yeah, it's supposed no, it to be? Good. Um, and it's kind of one of those new sliding wallets that you can just hide your cards and stuff in. Um, but what's cool about it is it does pair with your phone. And it can display stuff like your calendars and stuff, and it's also where, uh, also aware where you are. So, say you had left a note, remind me to pick something up at the store. You could, when you walk to the store, it would like show that note or that update or show your calendar, and you can see like, oh yeah, I just need to go do that. Um, there's also a quick draw feature where you can just like slide up the cards you need, say your credit card. And you, for those people who still use cash, um, you can put a money clip on it too. Um, the other features they have is what's cool about it is um, I love that if you're a public transit, it displays the subway map and the and the and the and, right to show you and, like, hey, you're close to the subway. I bet you want to know where your routes are. Yeah, that's um, cool. That it's it's super cool about that, and it also can store your card, your your um, rewards cards because that's a problem with my wallet. I have like four or five different reward cards in there because you know, one's for the movie theater, one's for the grocery store, one's for subway. Um, yep. And that's actually the bulk of like my wallet is fairly thick because of the stupid cards. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. So that's why I'm kind of excited that you can actually do this. If they have barcodes and stuff, I don't know how it's going to compare to like the mag stripe cards, which is um, not weird. And then it also has the screen will also change. If you program it to say you walk out, of Bluetooth distance to it. It would say this wallet has been lost and have your contact information and stuff. And since it does have GPS chip in it, you can actually locate it with that. Um, and it, and according to this video, there is also an added benefit that you can also pick up girls. With it. <laughs> you pick up girls. <laughs> they tell this nice little story about leaving the wallet behind and she finds it. No, she doesn't rob the guy. She calls him and, and makes him sit down and have a drink with her so she can <laughs> yeah. give it back to him. Yeah. So I like this idea. I think it's really fun. And they, they did for a while. I think there was a company that was doing – maybe they're obviously still doing um, e-ink type displays on the back of a phone case. So it was kind of like you don't have to fire up your phone all the time. We'll send certain updates to the back of your phone. So you have basically two screens and one is e-ink. But it's kind of fun idea to put this on a wallet. It's separated. You're going to carry cards around anyway, and this just makes that wallet a little bit more 
attached and it's yeah. smart. And and I, and making that you know display useful because I can I I'm not gonna lie I am probably not the greatest person to send to the grocery store to buy stuff <laughs> because I'll remember one thing and then when I'm walking out I'm like oh shoot I forgot the ice that I needed to go with this <laughs> so if I had this on my wallet I could pull it out before I get to the cash register I'm like oh yeah I need to go grab this this and this too um, and for all the tech details that you want it's a three uh, point inch. In- e-ink screen that's 600 by 360 pixels um ios and android bluetooth of course and i can't remember what the lifespan of it is but it's probably fairly long because e-ink does not use a lot of power at all um, right but three days after a full charge is on average is what they put um for this and i just this is this is a cool wallet i have to say and I, I actually was surprised that was an e-ink screen when I first saw it. I thought it was a, you know, a full LCD screen. Um, yeah, it and then I read it like e-ink. I'm like, what? Um, it's like 50, 50 bucks for a super early bird. By the time you get to the, you know, like the uh, retail, it's closer to 80 or 90. But yeah, really could, cool looking. Could you see this being, putting this in your pocket? Yeah, it feels a little, uh, well, I mean, I've already, I've, I was going to say it feels a little big. But yeah, well, you already got like got, a, an iPhone seven I've, on the. In I have the a other seven pocket. on one side, <laughs> and I actually have a wallet, like one of those cases that you can slide one card in the back. Uh-huh. But I also have my wallet that I end up carrying around because it has my Prox card and all all the other things that I need. And it's a George Costanza wallet. It's probably like three inches thick, yeah, and I, so this is nothing compared to that. Yeah, and I, I love it because I mean I have a George Costanza wallet too because. Again, stupid reward cards, man. Reward cards. Stupid reward cards. But then you're like, but then I don't get the deal if I don't have it. Um, so I, I really I really like this. I it, I know it's a little pricey, but I think that e-ink screen is pretty cool. Um, and you can put your pictures on it. Like Not only does it display things that your phone like sends to it Bluetooth-wise, but you can just throw 10 pictures in there and cycle through them and, and be like, I like, I feel like Batman today. Yeah. Not, I, you're not going to put your kids on there? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. no. <laughs> my dog, maybe my dog. I'd be like, "Don't you see my cute little puppy?" Oh, yeah. and then I pick up chicks with my dog. Yeah. yeah, I'm interested in the picking up chicks feature of this thing. So you know, maybe yeah, I should. Not- I, I I should get that and like have one of my screens just so. Hey, I'm single. Here's my number. Just, just <laughs> ca- casually casually leave it on the table when I when I'm talking to a person. It's your own little e harmony. <laughs> Maybe I'll put a QR code on it too, so she doesn't even have to type <laughs> if, it in. Yeah, if she's if she's geeky enough, then you'll know. <laughs> if you scan this QR code, then yeah. you're looking for love. <laughs> that, that's the litmus test right there. So, Good. You're this, like what this, you think. This, yeah, this is the Wonder Wall. It's a flexible goal for me. This is a track, just because I'm. I'm, got I'm curious. To go. to, I'm curious to see where it goes, but I'm interested enough in the idea that if it's close enough, I I might chip in the extra to get them over their hump. Yeah, um, yeah, and 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 uh, and if they were you know, close enough that that flexible goal was was going to be like, okay, backers, thanks for everything. Here you go. Like it was become a, a purchasing thing. Then yeah, I would, I would, I'd be tracking. So I'll call that a track with you. Yep. All right. So our last project tonight, or our, it's time for our sack of the week. Um, oh my gosh, you said sack. Yep. And uh, so, parents, please forgive me. Please forgive me. Um. You may not want your kids to listen to this. <laughs> Let your children um, leave the room for this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, or just have. Do you have your kids do the plug the ears and go na 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 na, na thing? They do it anyway. Okay. They do it anyway. Yeah. Um, yep. So, uh, I, I think our literal yeah. sack of the week. Yeah, our little sack of the week. Um, Drew, I think you've seen this before, 
where you're driving and then you see a truck or something have um a sack two ball bearings hanging off the back of the truck right yes and i and i grew up in wyoming so yes i saw a lot of <laughs> i saw a lot of these and every time i would go you're so stupid like that is the gross what is the point of that giant like saggy sack what's the po- like yeah it was yeah. the most ridiculous thing yeah so now you don't have to have a truck to do this Drew. you can do it at your desk <laughs> with our at your desk. <laughs> at your desk with nice balls be productive while you touch your balls yeah <laughs> literally yep. that, that is the tagline they put on it so it's a little suction cup dealy thing that looks like a pair of uh Testicles. testicles yeah yep. uh, i was like what, what, what's the proper way of saying this testicles D- dangle cold yeah dangle. the danglies and you can dangle it on the bottom of your desk and it's it's following this like trend of recent where those fidget toys that you've seen since yeah. the, <laughs> since the fidget did Which so well get mine yeah, yeah but this is definitely a this is a full full yeah. hand fidget this is a yeah you, you stick it under your desk and then you can play with the testicles as you work Okay, so this is what I don't get. Like, this is this is the guy that they got, I guess. And he, I love how uh, they have to have a girl. <laughs> yes. So the guy that designed this for them uh, designed special effects for the movie Gravity. And, yeah. <laughs> and now somehow he gets hooked up with these guys and they're like, hey, you did some really great work in Gravity. We were just wondering if maybe you could make us just some faux balls. You know, there's yeah. some, something that you can yeah. put your hands on. Yeah, can, can you, you know... Now work with gravity. You worked gravity lists. <laughs> we need gravity. We need accurate gravity to go along with this. And this is so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just, I, I, here's my problem with this one. I don't know anybody, and I know a lot of people, but I don't know anybody that would be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna stick that under my desk because that's hilarious." I don't know. I just think. That- yeah, I don't see anybody who would want to do that at home because I'm not putting this in an office. There's what? no way I'm putting this in an office. There are 219 people. This is interesting for our sacks of the week. We're usually looking at like one backer, no backers, or somebody that's like, you know, fun, funded themselves. This is 219 people that have backed our sack. Uh, this is amazing to me. They've got another month plus to go. They're about 8,000 out of 30,000. So they've got a fifth of the way there. But this is somebody is doing something right with the marketing. If you can sell a, a I don't even know, is it plastic silicone? Like, what is this? I don't know. Uh, I, I have something. If you can sell silicone balls, then you have got a, you've got a like snake oil. Like somebody, somebody booked this team. It is a team, by the way. It's yeah. not just a dude or a guy. This is like a twelve man team who's making this fantastic. This is the team, team right here. Yeah, they're real people. So, so <laughs> it's a sack. But I can't think of anything they're doing wrong. They're doing everything right. The video is right. The the target is right. The marketing is right. It's just it's a yeah. sack. These guys from Spain and I didn't even notice this is they have like production sketches. Yep. <laughs> Accurate <laughs> production sketches. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I didn't notice that the first time around. Um but yeah. Uh I, I just, don't even know what to say. I can yeah, I can see like people just buying this because it's funny. I just can't see anybody like leaving this on a desk somewhere. You know, prank, probably playing, 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 prank. Maybe it's all prank gifts. Yeah. Maybe every one of these people is like, you know what? Let's go ahead and give that to to, to our secretary as a joke. Yeah, um, you wouldn't even know. What they yeah, are. Rev has a good idea. He's like, get forty of them, and well, you don't have forty edit bays, but I was like, stick all of them under the edit bays. Never. <laughs> If you're trying to cut and you can't see your way through something, just reach down and just, wow. 
just just do that on the first day of school and then yep. just just you walk out all right who's who's the joker that put all these balls under the desk <laughs> and just see see which of our students actually have a sense of humor uh, <laughs> i keep telling you guys you got to man up you got to own it and go with it and just and grab life by the balls there. literally yeah. and they all do <laughs> gosh that's fantastic um, but yeah, that is our sack of the week. If you guys have suggestions for sack of the week um, or any of our regular projects, shoot us an email, kickcast at ktdata.net or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash double burst, of course. Um, and Or you can just tweet at night20 or at ktdata. Um, you might want to just tweet me the NSFW ones so I can. Yes. I, I need to shield Drew's eyes. I, I don't want to ruin his, taint his awesomeness by showing him too many lucrative things i mean i think he almost blew a gasket when we did the adult crowdfunding website um, oh yeah that was a wild one <laughs> and yep and yeah and i was the idiot that didn't occur to me how dirty the name of the site was um <laughs> but you can do that um at, yeah at night 20 at kt data at kickcast for the show of course um and of course we'll have another live episode which will be the 20th of december right um, yeah wow we'll see if we we'll see if we you know what that's peach's birthday we're not doing we're not doing that day day. i'm not you can pull somebody else in but i can't do that there's no way we we should have her on the show (laughs) (laughs) let's just make it a birthday show yeah yeah and it's like how do you feel about nice balls (laughs) she'd never talk to me again yeah let's talk talk about that Um, we we need her support yeah but uh yeah we'll figure out something for our next show and then after that I believe will be our crazy CES extravaganza, and I'm sad that Drew's not going to be there. Um, Man, nope. I'm, I'm nope. I can't fit one more thing in my life. One of these days, I'm going to have enough money where I'll be like, Drew, just take the time off, come with me, and you don't have to worry about anything. One of these uh, days, one, one of these, these days. days is going to happen, and we're going to have an awesome two man show at CES. Someday, someday <laughs> we can roll with the live live rig all day long. Yep, it's going to be awesome. So. Um, keep an eye on all the, all the show posts and everything. Um, Drew, you, you want to plug anything before we go? Um, I'm excited about doing our little big cast tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon. We should do it right in the new studio. So you'll see all of Check the, the toys sweet, and sweet studio sweet stuff there. Um, I've got a new blog for anybody that loves Ooh. to do, um, live, live production right now. It's just on medium. So if you go to medium.com slash go live is the name of it. Go live, go dash live is how you find it. Medium.com slash go dash live uh but really right now what i'm doing with that is just writing up things for like how to connect obs to youtube how to how to choose the best cameras best gear for going live so we're basically just talking about all the live production type things that that we know so check that out and maybe we'll have kt doing a little bit of guest guest writing definitely between so i thought about this between you and me we have almost two decades worth of streaming experience Uh, which is nuts right (laughs) <laughs> yep, it's true. It's true. And then I have another guy that's writing with me every once in a while. You know, Josh Josh Levitri, yeah. uh, who adds another uh, seven or eight years of yeah. streaming. Yeah. So you know, we know our stuff. We're, we're, yeah, we're 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 not one of those. Let's play. Okay. Um, we're going to be playing Minecraft today. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. In fact, in fact, he and I are hoping hoping to start a, a show um soon that will be uh, like just a, a visual version of this blog of. Um, live production tips and tricks fancy i'm excited to see that all right my friends until our next episode bye-bye. later <laughs>